When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beautiful Thursday morning in New York City, the day after that amazing memorial service. Again, thanks to John and Margot Katzmatidis. That was really lovely. Chad Lopez, Emily Pankow, George, all you folks. Just just an amazing day. It really was. From the show we did yesterday morning, having all those guys in here, all of them. Again, Peter King, Pete Morgan, Corey Zelnick, Andrew Giuliani, Joseph Abood, to the beautiful service. Bill O'Reilly, Peter King, Curtis Sliwa, Bo Deedle, all spoke so beautifully. John and Chad, all the readers, Emily, Stephanie, Meany, Chad, all of you, to that wonderful lunch at Smith & Walensky's with the McGurk family, where we presented them, really, John, with two plaques, including one signed by former President Donald Trump, to naming the studio here on The Greg Kelly Show, the Bernard McGurk Studio Late yesterday afternoon. Just an amazing day, and everybody here should be really proud of themselves. I mean that. And as a guy that knew, knows Bernie longer than most of the folks here, maybe second to Lewis, it was really, really an amazing day. It really was. And one of the folks that was there yesterday at the Mass was a guy that Bernie really loved. In fact, in fact, of the four good men running for governor at the time, Lee Zeldin, Andrew Giuliani, Harry Wilson, and this guy, it was this guy who Bernie decided to endorse and endorsed enthusiastically, and that is the former Westchester County executive. It's an overall bright, smart guy, and very good lately on Fox Business. I see him a lot with Maria Bartiromo. Here's our friend Rob Astorino. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Sydney. That was so nice yesterday. It really and truly was. And every word that was said about him was was beautiful. And um, I just felt, felt so bad for his family there. But, you know, he deserved the honor. And uh, I can't wait to see you in, in formally Studio A and now the Bernard McGurk yeah. Studio. Yes, you will be here for sure. And you got a great seat yesterday, too. You were sitting uh, right up on with the great Mike Breen. How about that? Yeah, my buddy Mike, we go back a long ways, and it was nice to see him yesterday. Uh, obviously, he was part of the whole IMIS crew with you guys, so it was nice. That was the, it, it was nice to see so many different people I hadn't seen in, in, in a while and, um, of course, got a chance to see you. I did not get a chance to see your, your lovely wife, but, my God, you were well over your skis. <laughs> tell you well, well, thank you for saying she wasn't there yesterday. So oh, okay. uh, She went to the funeral out on Long Island. She went to the cemetery as well, but she had to be in court yesterday. But, uh, but thank you for saying that. You're right about that. Also, <laughs> you're, a, you're a big sports guy. You were sat next to Mike Breen. I'm not sure if you saw him, but Steve Summers was there yesterday. Oh, yes. I didn't get a chance to say hi to Steve Summers. But, yeah, there was a lot of people. In fact, I would be more excited to, to meet Pete Morgan because uh, I, I do need a new boiler. So. <laughs> I'll give me a number after the show. Don't worry about it. There we go. Uh, Peerless Boilers, folks. Check them out today, peerlessboilers.com. All right, Rob, let's get to the uh, the big story. Two nights ago, you were on stage at one point with this guy. 
And really, you did a tremendous job. It was on stage where specifically you and Andrew Giuliani started to capture lots of hearts in this city and state, talking about your run against Zeldin in the primary. And this was a much different Lee Zeldin I saw two nights ago. My opinion, Rob, is he's gotten better, better, and better from months ago. And I thought he was brilliant two nights ago. She was unprepared. She was, at times, nervous. And he beat the living daylights out of her on Tuesday. Your thoughts? Yeah, and he did it in the right way. He didn't get personal, right? You can't get personal, especially, and let's just be honest, against a woman. So he did it the right way. And, you know, look, I've been helping Lee. I know Andrew's been helping Lee uh, since the primary. I want to see him win just as bad as you and everybody else to fix this state. And, and it's there. And it's like we're watching in slow motion the end of a gubernatorial candidacy in Hochul. I, you could just see it. I mean, her term is coming to an end. And I don't know if she sees it or not or feels it or not, but that that debate was he, – he just beat the living daylights out of her in a respectful way, kept it to the issues. How do you answer those questions? And when, when her response was – you know, why is crime so important to you? <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I know, I couldn't game, believe that. Yeah, game, yeah. set, and match. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was unbelievable. She actually did say that, to Rob's point, verbatim. Why is this crime thing so important to you? Let's talk about abortion, <laughs> damn it. Uh, yeah. Now, now yeah. you're right in that he never really went at her. She went at him all night long. All night long, you like Donald Trump. You voted to, uh, you know, to keep Trump uh, in office. All it was from her were two or three talking points and constant attacks on Lee Zeldin when he wanted to talk about the issues. I got to tell you, you know, I'm watching races and I'm watching the news coverage, local news coverage, and I'm watching the ads from around the country in all these states. It is cookie cutter by the Democrats. Everything is Trump abortion, Trump abortion. And gun laws. And and gun laws, too. They they throw that in there, too. I'm not seeing that. I'm not. I'm just seeing. No, I see that. Sean Patrick Patrick Maloney talking guns. She talked guns. I mean, she brought up a shooting in St. Louis from two nights ago in an AR-15. I don't remember when when that happened here in uh, in New York, but I know Buffalo had that incident, obviously. But she brought that up all night long. Yeah, but I'm talking about like in these Senate and governor races around the country. Oh, gotcha. And, right. and it's just the same friggin' script, and it's a loser, and I don't think they see it. They're just so wrapped up with their lunatics. And, you know, even her, even her answer the other night on abortion, like up to six months, like what's wrong with that? I don't know. I, how gruesome is that to begin with? But it's – this is a great year for Republicans. The issue's there. The environment is there. And, and Lee, I think you're right. Lee has come a long way. You know, he and I, we were talking the other day, um, actually the day of the debate, we were talking in the afternoon and um, just giving some thoughts on, on what I thought he should do, whether he took it or not. But he, we were talking about our debates. And I said, look, you know, you, you can't you can't behave the way you did with her as you did against me and Andrew. By the way, goes, it, was, it wasn't even you and Andrew. It was you and Harry. I mean, Andrew yeah. pretty much stayed out of that stuff. It was you and Harry uh, with Lee Zeldin the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, and he was funny. He goes, you know, I was expecting going in with a knife fight, and I said, Mike, you took the knife out in the first 10 seconds. You were trying to stab <laughs> us in the jugular. I said, you can't do that tonight. He goes, no, 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 I know. It's a totally different yep. dynamic. And, yep. and he was right, obviously. So yes. he was mentally prepared for that. 
He was, and that was great advice. Rolex Rob. He, uh... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why don't you have a nickname for her? <laughs> well, he was great. He stayed on the topics. He made it very clear what New Yorkers care about. When she has one question to ask, one, one, and she goes, let me ask you something. Do you think Donald Trump was a great president? Yeah. Why would she think 19 months after this guy's left office in a city and a state that is crumbling, crime, economy, infrastructure, why would she think? Now, when I say she's right, there will be people that will vote against Lee Zeldin because he likes Donald Trump. These morons will do that. But she can't cater to that. She's got to be smarter than that. That was her one question. She embarrassed herself. Yeah, she did. Now, she, I don't think she was prepared. And she, she didn't come across as gubernatorial. She didn't come across like she had stature. And she didn't come across like she knew what the hell was going on in this state, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, why didn't he call her kickback Kathy? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Tell him to do that next time. When he wins that night, doing the concession speech from her, saying, yeah. thank you, kickback Kathy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, she spent she spent like five minutes, and there's no bigger sports fans, Rob, than you and I. You love your Miami Dolphins. Uh, by the way, in the same division as the Buffalo Bills, I love my New York Giants. She spent five minutes talking about her love for the Buffalo Bills. Are you nuts? Hey, well, you know what? She is playing towards Western New York, and, and think about this for a second. This race could come down to the Western counties and Erie is a huge county it's a million people she's from there but this is a year where Zeldin Republicans can win that county by the way if Lee wins Erie it's over if he keeps it close it's probably over but so she's trying to she's trying her best to run up the score or do as well as she can you have to understand the mentality of people in in western New York they feel like nobody cares about them the Buffalo Bills, you know, the Buffalo Mafia, that is, that's it. I mean, that's yeah. a huge identity. So she didn't care if she spent $12 billion <laughs> or $100 trillion. She was going to make sure that they stayed there and get credit for it, whether it was corrupt oh, or well, not. Well, hold on. Right, because the truth is, I'm glad you added that, because it was corrupt, because her husband is about to make some money part of this deal, too, yeah. with the merchandising, the concessions. But as far as I know, when Zeldin made this point, there was never a press release There was never a statement from anybody in the Buffalo Bills organization talking about leaving. Now, she, well, I got inside information. I know things, and there was other. I I don't remember anybody coming out and saying the Bills are considering leaving. And when Lee Zeldin was asked about it, he said, stop, they're not leaving. Because they're not. Where are they going? They're not. They're not. No, they're not. She got, look, they got everything they wanted. She negotiated against herself. And Yankees and Mets, they wanted stadiums. What did, what did we do? We, we did revenue sharing. You know, they had to build a stadium and, and pay for some of this, too. And that's the way it should have been in Buffalo. Then they didn't do that. So all the pluses go to Buffalo, the bills. All the minuses go to, to the taxpayers. Any other races, Rob? Inside, I'm not talking about Fetterman Oz. I'm not talking about Herschel oh God, down in Fetterman. Georgia. Jesus, he's still getting out his first sentence. I know, it's a, it's a disaster. No, and, Hersh- it's and now Herschel's got more issues down in the state of Georgia. But here in New York, I want to stay local. Here yeah. in New York, outside of Zeldin Hochul, what race is Rob Bastarino really juiced about? Uh, a lot of them. Mike Lawler is going to win. He's going to beat Sean Patrick Maloney, and that will just send shockwaves because Maloney is like the number four guy in the Democratic Party raising all the money for the candidates. 
Uh, I think you're going to see Colin Schmidt win, uh, Mark Molinaro win, George Santos win. I think it's going to be huge throughout. Uh, I mean, you know, Tina Forte has a shot, I guess. Does outside. she have a shot? I'm, I'm actually supposed to go I to New know. City look, tonight, look, but yeah. Thing is, that's a tough race, but look how um, AOC won. You know, it was it was a shock. It was a low turnout. I think the city vote is going to be low. I mean, what what friggin' hipster is coming out for Chuck Schumer? You know, minorities <laughs> are dodging bullets and, and paying the well, price. Hold on. Are, you, wait, are, are you saying then that you think that Joe Pinion has a real chance to win? I think Joe, I, that's going to be tough. But I tell you what, I think Joe is going to definitely overperform. If he won, it's because this is a massive, massive red wave. But yeah. I think Joe's a great candidate, by the way, and a friend of mine. Two of my buddies in Queens, also a very uphill battle. Tom Sullivan running for New York State Assembly. Yeah. And then you've got my friend Paul King running against Gregory Meeks. Again, both underdogs. Both have a huge uphill battle. You see the one of those two guys winning? I think I think it's all in play. Miriam Flisser going against Bauman, right, you know, right. who is just an anti-Semitic, you know, hater. She's got a shot. I think everyone is in play this year because it's going to be such a massive red wave that is not going to stop at New York's door. You've got a great top of the ticket. You've got enormous issues. And this whole Trump abortion thing is yesterday. And people are talking about now and now they're suffering. Period. I mean, I, people can't even afford freaking Halloween candy. I know. I mean, people's yeah. lights are going to be out at seven o'clock to make sure people pass their houses. <laughs> oh you know, God. it's like it's everything is expensive. Uh, you're right. You are right. Hey, that is an excellent appearance. It was great seeing you yesterday, Bernie. You really did love you. So do I. He was great. He was. Yeah. And thank you for uh, you know for all you did for him. Thank you for what you do for me. Let's do this again very very soon. Great appearance, Rob Astorino. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sidney. And why is Aaron Boone still the manager of the Yankees? We can ponder that uh, one. No, no, you don't have to ponder that because he lost to a better team. Like I said yeah. earlier today, if the manager, uh, if his team is better and they lose, you can say it was the manager's fault. You can't have Aaron Boone win a series where Houston is clearly the better team. So to me, the guy you should be yelling at is Brian Cashman. He constructed this Yankee team, and they're not as good as Houston. So I wouldn't fire Aaron Boone. Not his pulling, Garrett, pulling Garrett Cole in that spot is a cardinal sin. Never should have happened. Okay, fine. You know, of course, Yankees the whole season? Stop. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. See you uh, later. <laughs> take care. There he is, folks. Rob Astorino. I like that guy a lot. That guy is really good. Really smart. And he does look good on television. Rob Astorino.